All right. Hello, guys. Welcome to episode six of Curtain Call. You thought the show was over. Um, this is potentially the episode I am most excited about. We're going to dreamcast if High School Musical was on Broadway today. So I like to think of High School Musical as kind of like my gateway drug into the world of Broadway. Well, it was either High School Musical or um, Annie. I think I checked out that DVD from the library every week um, in early elementary school. But I'm excited to get into this, and um, Jen and I are going to tell you our picks, but first let's do our highlights, lowlights, and spotlights. Tell me about your week, Jennifer. Oh my gosh, okay. Um, first off, I echo that. High School Musical was 100% my gateway drug. Um, <laughs> I still live and breathe it, so do it that way you will. Um, okay, so my highlight this week was um, my small group of friends has been watching Star Wars, so we've been marathoning it, and that's been really fun. Lots of Ewan McGregor, lots of um, Carrie Fisher. So just a, just a fun, fun time. So that's been nice because quarantine. So at least we're, we're getting to do something and trying to be smart about it at the same time. Um, so my low light, so there was a, there was a hurricane um, this week <laughs> that came in too, actually. Uh, so I only went to two days of classes. Um, which is like fine because they're all virtual anyway, but um, it stinks and I know a lot of people who were affected so that's that's sad. Um, but on a silver lining of that, our high school biology teacher called me Wednesday night. No way. Because, yes, because she had been watching the weather channel and got concerned so my that is phone, so sweet. it was really sweet. My phone started ringing. I was literally at my friend's apartment and my phone started reading, reading, and it said Skinner. And I was like, what? I'm so kind of her. Wow. She just, like, yells in the phone, are you okay? <laughs> Characteristic. Wow, I love it. It was really funny. So that also happened this week. But, like, is, so, like, LSU as a whole is okay? Like, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Baton Rouge, so Baton Rouge, like, did not get hit that hard. I mean, we barely had rain. I mean, for a morning, there was some wind, you know? Yeah. Uh, it was not bad at all. But Lake Charles was hit really bad, and I, one of my really good friends lives there, so his family's house is going to have to get a new roof and stuff. So it stinks, but... Uh, it wasn't too many deaths, which is good. I don't think it, yeah. it, you know, it wasn't Katrina level, which is really good. Um, yeah. Yeah, pretty, pretty sad. Um, but then my spotlight, so I've been watching season two of The Umbrella Academy. And so with me watching a new season or a new TV show uh, brings me stalking the cast and all of their accomplishments. And I did not realize that one of the main characters, she plays one of the, the children of The Umbrella Academy. Um, she plays Allison. It's Amy Raver Lampman. And she was in Hamilton. And I like didn't know that. And I'm now even more obsessed with her. Like, she was already fabulous. Was um, she OBC? No, 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 no. Um, okay. She was a, she was, she played one of the sisters. I forget which one. But I know. I got really excited. I was like, this is fabulous. So uh, basically, I spent like good two hours on YouTube watching clips of her. <laughs> so that was really fun. Um, but yeah, Cameron, tell me about your week. Um, so like you, I had my classes start this week, which honestly, so like we're all virtual. Um, so I've just been like at my desk all day taking my classes. We're synchronous though. So I still like tune in and like, which has just been such like a good, um, just like blessing. Like I still kind of feel like I'm at school as we did it all is just because I'm in Charlotte and I get to see everybody's faces. So that's been really nice. And then I've gotten to go like get coffee with one or two friends, which is nice. Um, 
kind of picking, picking carefully, like, you know, how you expand your circle, but that's been fun. Um, but I think also at the same time, that was my low light. It's just like online classes are just like so much more exhausting than in person. And I don't know if it's like the lack of like sensory information or what it is. And I think like when this happened last March and we all got sent home for the semester, everybody was just in survival mode. We had like four weeks left of school and so the prof and the professors were thrown into it blind. So nobody like really cared too much. And like thinking about this as like in game for the whole semester is a bit exhausting. I just feel like I'm in the same spot of my room all day staring at my screen. Um, but you just gotta count your blessings, you know? Like I'm not gonna yes. complain. So I think it's gonna be a good semester. My professors are incredible and I think they're really taking this all in stride and like really watching out for us. So not worried. But my spotlight, my Broadway obsession of the week was inspired by last week's pod. I just had to watch the last five years again. Yes, all right, let's move into our High School Musical Dreamcast. Do you wanna start us off with your pick for Troy? Okay. Oh, wait, can you explain how this is going to work first? Yeah, 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 go for it. Okay, so we have, like, the main six characters plus three supporting ones. We have Kelsey, Miss Darbus, and Coach Bolton, and so Jennifer and I both have, like, written down our dream cast for them, but we haven't shared with each other yet, so we're going to kind of, like, reveal to each other and just discuss what we think of each other's choices. All right, take us away with Troy. Okay, so let me preface this with saying that if this was... I mean, even just five years ago, my answer would 100% have been Aaron Tveit because he is the Zac Efron of Broadway. But alas, he is he is he is grown out of this role, unfortunately. So that leads me to my pick, which is one Mr. Jordan Fisher. Okay, you are literally kidding me. What I have written down is I'm gonna Fisher or Young Aaron Tveit. <laughs> I hope this isn't the whole podcast episode. Wait, that's so funny. I wrote down Aaron Tveit and I was like, I can't actually say him because he's too old to play a school junior, but he just has the essence of Troy Bolton. And then I said, but you know who could pull off that age? Mr. Jordan Fisher. Oh my <laughs> gosh. That's terrifying. That's like a little scary that we're that in sync. I mean, but that just makes me believe that we're right. <laughs> there's no room to discuss this one. Don't there's, even debate us on it. There's it's nothing to say. There's nothing to say about this. It's just true. Okay, wow. I hope we have some more variety moving on. Um, okay, who'd you put for Gabriella? All right, Stephanie Styles. Oh, that's a good choice. Thank you. Thank that you. Is a good choice. Wow. Because because let me let me walk you through my thought process really fast. Yeah. So I was like, I want it to be Catherine from Newsies, right? And then I was like, but Carolyn's is outgrow Gabriella, right? Like she, mm -hmm. I was like, Stephanie Styles could do it. Like she could do the whole Disney princess, but not a Disney princess vibe, mm -hmm. if you know what I'm saying. So that's kind of what led me there. What about you, Cameron? Okay, I put down um a Louis Crahop. I'm going to mess up her name. Okay, yes. Yeah, Moana. Carvalho, yes. Um, I just think, obviously, she's got she's got the Disney princess down. Um, but, yeah, I love her. I think she's super, like, mature and wise in, like, her career so far and just, like, who she is as a person. So I think she'd be, like, I think that would translate on stage to, like, Gabriella's persona. And I just like her as a person. I would love to see her take on this, like, character that I know we all grew up, like, looking up to. Yeah, that's a that's a great choice. And I don't know if you remember, but the guy who played Ted on How I Met Your Mother, I forget his name, um, he had this show where he was like a theater teacher and it only lasted a season. It didn't do well, but she was in it and she was like doing the whole 
uh, like leading lady kind of thing. I would liken this show to a darker version of High School Musical, the musical, the series. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was kind of the Gabriella of that show. So I could definitely see yeah. it. Oh, that would be good. Nice. Yeah. And I think her and Jordan would have a good chemistry. Absolutely. For sure. For yeah. sure. I love it. All right. Who, who's your pick for Miss Sharpay? Um, I'm, I'm hoping you have the same one. <laughs> I put down Allie Stroker. I, I hate us because yes. Did you put her down too? <laughs> of course. Of, of course. Because you know I was not about to dreamcast something without Allie Stroker in it. Exactly. And that's the only part for her. It's the only part worthy of her. Uh, yes. I just think she could just take that role to a whole new level. And the thing is, I'm sure you've seen everybody, like, on the internet being, like, Sharpay, like, shouldn't have been the villain of High School Musical. Like, you know what I mean? And I think Allie would be the most lovable Sharpay ever. But, like, keep the essence of Sharpay. You know what I mean? Sharpay is not the villain, but she is a diva. And Allie Stroker could do both. Like, she could play both parts at the same time. It'd be fabulous. Also, can you just imagine her walking around with a little dog? Like, just, like, like, I can just see her. Like, it's not fair to the rest of the cast because it would be, like, no one else was on stage with her because she would just be fabulous. Because she, like, the way, like, her stage presence is incredible. Like, when she did Oklahoma, like, there was room for no one else on the stage. The way she, like, took up space is crazy. And I just, like, I'm picturing all of Sharpay's big numbers. Incredible. Incredible. Absolutely. 100% agree. Fabulous. Um, okay. Fabulous. <laughs> See what I did there? Wow. Maybe you should be Sharpay. Right? <laughs> okay, who'd you put down for Ryan? All right, so I actually have, I have two. I have two, because okay. I couldn't decide. I couldn't decide. So, this was hard for me, because I love Ryan, right? So it really, it, this was one of the last ones I came up with, because I was like, but who, who should be Ryan, you know? Mm-hmm. And... So I thought about it and I came to Wesley Taylor, um, you know, who was like uh, Plankton and SpongeBob and, and yes. Oh, yeah, and I, yeah, I could see that. And he was fabulous in Smash um, and he, he was fabulous. Anyway, I think he would do a really good job. He's a little old for it though, so that's where my hesitation. So my second choice, which came to me later, and I think is probably the better choice here, is Ben Platt. I like Ben Platt because I, I was wanting to work him into this cast somehow, and I didn't even think about it as Ryan. That is like, I think you could pull it off. I also think he might be teetering our age, but this is all just hypothetical. I, I think he'd be such a good Ryan. Especially, I don't know if you watched The Politician. Um, I started it. Okay, but I feel like that character, I didn't, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I felt like that character he was playing was kind of proof that he could do something like Ryan. It's a different character, but it was a little more, it was a little more out there, whereas his other ones have been nerdy, but that one was a little more flamboyant, a little more personality, and I, I think he handled it really well, so I think he would be a great Ryan. That'd be so good. Well, our production of High School Musical is really going to be like the Oklahoma, where we kind of just modernize it, put some twist on it. Yeah. I'm excited. I can't wait to produce it. What was your choice, Cameron? Um, My choice is Andrew Chappelle, who was in the OBC of Hamilton. Yes! I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes! I, okay, I love that man. He is so funny. I like him. I love that. I love that. Sounds great. All right. Who is next? Oh, Chad? You want to do Chad? Yes. Okay. Um, so my Chad choice 
has to do with the fact that Chad is a jock. And that's, that's the, that's the criteria I took here. And that's one Derek Klenna. I love that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Because you know, sports. Okay, you know that scene, like, right after, it's in the beginning, I think it's, like, right after Troy's, like, maybe I'll audition, and him and Chad are in the library, like, stretching, and he's, like, there'll be an opera singer, like, my mom has the pictures on her fridge. <laughs> Imagine Derek delivering those lines, I think that would give me enough serotonin to last a year. Right? I also, like, I don't know if I could make it through the scene where they're showing him all of the past wildcats at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could make it there. It'd be, it'd be so funny. Derek would be so dramatic. He would be so dramatic, and I would be so here for it. He would be, he would be a fun Chad. Like he would bring a lot of like silliness, I think, to the character. That would be, that would be well, well received. That is iconic. Yes, that. Oh. And we know that Derek has a history in sports. <laughs> right, we know um, all about them. From when we had a conversation with him, he did not hesitate to bring that up. Um, <laughs> So I think he would have, he'd really be able to, like, bring in, like, that method acting, like, character backstory. It would be good. He would, yeah, he would have it all. Who's your choice for Chad? I picked Anthony Ramos. Um, Okay. Yeah, I, okay, this may have been influenced by the fact that I watched Hamilton last night, but (laughs) I... (laughs) I was picturing him, like, in the Get Your Head in the Game number, and I think it would be fabulous. I think him and Jordan Fisher would have, like, such a good behind-the-scenes bromance. It would be incredible. I'm here for the bromances. So, I think I think we all know that what happens offstage is just as important as what happens on stage. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So who is your tailor? Okay. This one was hard. I actually had a lot, like a really hard time casting Taylor. Um, but I landed on Lindsay Mendez. That is a good choice. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, the song from Dogfight, the one, the duet with her and Derek Klenna, um, and then the solo she sings where she's doing, um, she's like playing guitar with it those two kept going through my head when I thought of Taylor so that's that's how I landed there it wasn't uh wasn't super profound but I was like I guess I guess it fits well and Taylor's like a powerful woman and I feel like Lindsay is a powerful woman and good at portraying that on stage exactly I wanted her to be smart and I think she's good at doing that playing a smart lady I think it is interesting that you picked um, Lindsay Mendez to compliment your Derek Klina as Chad and kind of making that a a little dogfight reunion. You didn't even, I didn't even think about that, Cameron, but really? wow, I nailed that. <laughs> yeah, you really crushed that. But here's the thing is that I also didn't think about it, but I have another, well, I guess I didn't think about it because I didn't know, but I have another Derek Klina co-star for my Taylor, I have Celia Rose Gooding, who's currently in Jagged Little Pill on Broadway. Oh, okay. I like that. I have seen a few clips of that, and I just think, like, like in terms of, like, modernizing High School Musical, I think she would bring that, like, rough around the edge. Not rough around the edges is the wrong word, but, like, like Taylor was our early 2000s version of, like, a smart woman who was, like, independent, and I think, like, what Celia does in Jagged Little Pill is, like, a more updated version of, like, an independent, like, career-focused woman. Hey, 
Okay. I love that. That's great. I love that. All right. Who's your main six? Yeah, that's the six. So Kelsey, who'd you, who'd you uh, pick for Kelsey? Kelsey, I picked Mallory Bechtel, who replaced Laura as Zoe and Dear Evan Hansen. Okay, I love that. Yeah, and she's young, so like she'd be like the perfect age for it, because I think she's, what, like 20? Maybe yeah. Because she, she did Dear Evan Hansen like as she was graduating high school. Right, 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 right. Um, well, I hate that a little bit. I hope I hid my shock, because... My Kelsey is Laura Dreyfus. <laughs> that is so funny. Wow, we like the original the Zoe. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, I don't know what made me skip over Laura and go straight to Mallory because Laura would kill it too. That's so funny. Well, we were definitely in sync there on like who Kelsey is, yes. which is really funny. And Kelsey may be my favorite character in the movies. It's tied between her or Ryan, but <laughs> they're both. <laughs> And then together, I mean, like, it doesn't make sense, but their friendship I love. Um, <laughs> yes. Because it can only be a friendship. We all know. We know. Which I think could be a storyline we bring out in our modern Broadway version. Right. So, yeah, because we can totally update Ryan. You're right. Um, so should we bring on my favorite character, Ms. Darvis? <laughs> I think we should just cast you. I think we should cast, um, I won't name names, but I think we have a former instructor in our lives. I was about to say, I think we're thinking of the same lady would be perfect. I think, cast her. I think she has the essence. She would really, she would really fulfill that role. I completely 100% agree. <laughs> All right. Uh, I put down Leslie Margarita because that woman is a queen oh. and I can just imagine her being fire especially during the auditions when she's judging all of them I just imagining her and like all of her crazy voices because I wouldn't want her to play a character I want I would want her to play herself just mm. watching them the bad auditions watching her in homeroom take the cell phones like can just like transport her vlogs like the way that she talks in those and put them on stage and that's Miss Darvis that is that is incredible I because okay Watching High School Musical as a six-year-old, Miss Darvis terrified me. Mm-hmm. Watching it as an adult, like, I see the humor in it, and I think if you were to translate this production to an on-stage one, I'm taking this way too seriously, okay, but um, if you were to no, this no. Stage, I think Miss Darvis is going to be the comedic relief. Like, Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I feel like she's going to have to have this, like, subtle, like, breaking the fourth wall, almost, with the audience. Yes, I love that, where she, like, is, like, side-eyeing to the audience when, when yes. things happen. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, like, imagine if they did it, like, like the office, like, looking into the camera, but it's Miss Darvis looking at the office. Darvis is the gym of this production. Yes. Oh, I love that. Leslie would crush that. That is iconic. I don't, wow, that is good. Thank you. Okay. Mine, no offense to the person I chose, but, like, I think we just need to go with your option. I picked Stephanie J. Block. I think maybe she could be done. Yes! I, yeah, I think, I think she would play a different Miss Darvis than Leslie would, though. Absolutely. Like, it would be too, ver- I think she would be more of, like, the intimidated, intimidating. Right. Right. Like, she would be, she would be not the Miss Darvis that I hold in my heart. Because I, I think of a very funny, like, mm-hmm. uh, care, like, uh, show-stopping, scene-stealing Miss Darvis, whereas she would really play that, like, theater teacher, but she she would still have the personality. That's a really good choice, though. I like that a lot, especially if you're taking the direction a different way. Yeah. 
Well, and I think with both of these women, like, if they were to actually put this on Broadway, like, those main six kids are going to be these people that are most likely, like, new to Broadway, like, if they didn't go with who we picked, like, these new Broadway stars, probably fresh out of high school or college, like, and I think both of those women would, like, guide them and, like, push them and challenge them and love on them in such good ways, just, like, in terms of, like, being castmates. Absolutely. I think we're down to our last one. This is a little short episode, a little short and sweet. A little cute one. Who is your coach, Bolton? Okay, so, I mean, like, I love the original coach, Bolton, so this was hard. Um, But, and also, so also, here's my, here's a little bit of an issue, too, is he's kind of a small role, and, you know, I want more for the people that I want in this role. Um, And I thought of Ben Crawford. And I think he would be, I think he would be good. Um, but I honestly, I'm thinking of like Mr. Salt Ben Crawford mm-hmm. rather than Phantom Ben Crawford, which is his yeah. most recent thing. I think he's matured past this. So I settled on Michael Park. That is good. I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, it, like he can play the part. I think a lot of Broadway actors, you know, can, um, but we know he can be the dad of Broadway if need be. Yes. And that's what Coach Bolton, I, that's that's the Coach Bolton I'm imagining, so. Yes. This was honestly probably the hardest role for me to pick because I feel like, like, there's no small parts. But this is not a part with a lot of stage time or a lot of yeah. character development. Actually, okay, there is a good bit of character development there. Yeah, yeah. But no, I agree. This is a tricky one. I originally did put down Aaron Tveit because I said if we can't have Miss Troy, we can have Miss Troy's father. I love that. Then I kind of came upon what I think might be more of a radical choice, but I think, you know, we're kind of shifting who these characters are all around. So I think it's time for Coach Bolton to shine a little more. I picked our good friend Ramin. Wait, I thought about him. Stop that. I thought about that. Stop. I Which, literally the reason I did not put that down was because I said... Ramin's, Ramin's out, like, he's too big. <laughs> he, like, he's, he's, like, he's too much of a star to play Coach Bolton. But you're right. Let's make Coach Bolton a star. Let's make Coach Bolton a star. Also, I think, um, like, let's be realistic. Broadway has started to have to cast particular people in particular roles. I think coming out of COVID and trying to make a financial regain and rebound, given the circumstances, we're going to have to do that as well. I think Ramin would get people in seats. He would. I also think um, Anthony Ramos is going to have to step aside because Derek Clinton will 100% have to play Chad. And we know Derek has to have Ramin with him. Like, that's just... He doesn't sign contracts until he knows if Ramin... <laughs> Stop. Um, that's so funny. Wait. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm I agree. I'm just like, I'm going in my head. I'm trying to be like, okay, at what points do Chad and Coach Bolton interact? I'm thinking about when... Um, Coach Bolton finds Chad sitting in the tree in detention. I love that moment. <laughs> I'm thinking that moment is going to be a little different. I think I think what we need to do, because this is our production, we're producing it, we can do what we want with it. Um, we need to have a whole side plot where like Choi's not showing up to practice, so Coach Bolton really takes Chad under his wing and is mentoring mm. him. I want a whole scene where Ramin and Derek discussing basketball, aka sports. I I think that would really add to this production. I'm thinking maybe we give, like, Chad a backstory. Like, maybe he... 
becomes adopted by Coach Bolton, I like yes. Then like maybe maybe Coach Bolton disowns Troy. I'm okay with that. And in comes Chad instead. (laughs) Yes, yes. I think I think even if perhaps we don't put that in the script, I think maybe Derek will make some artistic choices. Right. There'll definitely at least be one fanfic written about it, written by Derek. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Which is not good. But yeah, I think we have I think we have our perfect cast. I think we've I think we've nailed this. I think I think quarantine has given us a lot of time to reflect on what it means to be a performer, um, what it means to be in high school musical. I think so. I mean, I think next stop funding so that we can make this happen because yeah, there's gonna be a lot of opportunity for new shows, new ideas, um, on the great white way after this COVID is all over and they can safely open back up. And I think this needs to be one of them. I think perhaps this needs to happen, but maybe this could be what pulls us out of the funk that the world is in. This could end the pandemic. Yeah, I don't want to be dramatic, but you're right. High school musical on Broadway with this cast could end the pandemic like everyone will be fine afterwards um so okay if you're listening if you just want to kind of get this trending if you are a producer if you are a director if you are one of the people we casted i i know our audience is growing i know you're out there listening if you want to do a virtual table read i'll put my gmail in the show notes love to see it can't wait (laughs) um any other notes on our High School Musical cast, or should we move on to our Six Degrees of Separation? Cameron, there's no notes for perfection. <laughs> I'm getting that tattooed. All right. <laughs> Let me All get right. our Six Pull them out for right. us. First one, fitting. Seeing as I watched Hamilton last night, we have Mr. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, love it. And second, we have Adina Menzel. Oh, okay. <laughs> Too easy. That's so easy. <laughs> Well, well, which one are we going to go with? Are we going to, are we going to take our, I mean, we don't really have much of a stage connection. We can take TV, we can take the Glee, we can take the movies, we can take Frozen. What are you thinking? I mean, I love Frozen. So let's go. I like Glee, so let's go with Frozen. (laughs) All right, so we've got, um, you know, Queen Elsa. And then we've got Kristoff, Mr. Jonathan Groff, and then, oh, is he the king in Hamilton? He is. Oh, hey, oh, and also the other half of the Groff sauce um, friendship with it, Lynn. It's incredible. The best bromance on Broadway. Um, yeah, that was, that was easy. Idea <laughs> to Groff to Lynn. Wow. Crush it. Wow, this whole Yelled episode it. was just easy breezy, so. Cover girl, love it. Love it. All right. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. See you next week. Yes. It was fun. We'll see you next time. And uh, now the show is over.